A big thank you to our Patreon donors, Rab himself, and of course, for supporting us. Next week, we will be reviewing Devil's Work Thing, The Sheets of Calabaza, and Remember October. Thank you all for watching. Um, bye. Brandon, say bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. Bye. Thanks for watching the OTR Network. Up next, you'll find yourself with the OTR Midday News Broadcast. Thanks for watching. I saw something breach the water and I turned to my wife and said, that's a damn whale. Humpback whales return, Bitcoin on the rise, SpaceX success, and much more. This is the OTR Network and this is OTR Nightly News with Brian Garrison and Conrad Shies. I'm Conrad Shies. Breaking news at the top of the hour, if you thought digital currency was out, you might be wrong. Bitcoin news today, up and down, up and down, and now finally up. Bitcoin owners are celebrating this weekend as the digital currency jumps up to 16,000 a share. That's up 15% from the last quarter in which Ethercoin and digital chip both plummeted into a 12th of their earning value. This reflected greatly as Chinese consumers snatched up the remaining shares, thus leading to the Bitcoin boom this week. Fingers are crossed in the market as the coin faces its toughest challenge next week. With an open market ready and willing to support it, will the coin continue to climb, or is its plummeting downfall a bit of a history retelling in progress? Space news. Heading over to Brian Garrison with... Uh, News on SpaceX. Japan hosts a celebration as Dano Aki successfully returns from SpaceX's maiden voyage. Being the first tourist to space does not come cheap, as Mr. Akai has reportedly paid over 20 billion yen for the privilege. The ticket included four meals a day and all the comforts of home, including Wi-Fi and even access to Netflix. The three-week journey was filled with joy and excitement, reported the crew. Mr. Akai celebrated his birthday on the fifth day of travel with a dehydrated birthday cake. When asked for comment, he simply responded with a thumbs up. And our headline story tonight, the humpback whales return. These majestic beasts are back and enjoying the warm water just off the coast. A pod of 39 humpbacks were sighted just off the shore. The brutally cold weather has kept them at bay and away from the coast for the past 13 years. This marvelous return is a little late for some local whale watching businesses, which long ago had to shut their doors. We talked to one local man, Dave Portool, who says that he's thinking of reopening his father's business, which closed its doors over 10 years ago due to the whale shortage. I saw something breach the water and I turned to my wife and said, that's a damn whale. And she said, they don't even come no close no more. And I said, I know, honey, but that's a damn whale. All business aside, the return of the humpbacks is something to be celebrated. And as one local woman said, I'm just glad to have them back. Now on to weather with the super fog rolling in. That's... Right, Conrad. Dense rain 
and deep penetrating jobs with a 12% chance of increase. The residents of Mushi Bay are urged to keep pets and children inside due to a severe lack of visibility. One local woman is reported to have driven her car into the ditch saying, I couldn't tell what was the road and what was the ditch. And with sports news, let's go to Conrad. WNBA bans players and staff from gambling on the sport. This week, the basketball courts were uneasy with the announcement of the suspension of 14 WNBA stars, including notable players and staff, Candace Dupree from the Indiana Fever, Jewel Lloyd of the Seattle Storm, Monique Billings, as well as her assistant coach, Mike Peterson of the Atlanta Dream. Ten more players were indicted and will be facing court for the alleged illegal gambling that took place over the last seven months. Neither the WNBA nor any of the players commented on the situation, but Mike Peterson is quoted as saying, These allegations are unsubstantiated. I and my players love the game, and we would never undermine that. In Denver tonight, football tie, score 16-16. Thanks for listening to OTR News. I'm Diane Velveeta, and the following segment is paid for by Sam Schultz. Hi, I'm Sam Schultz. Welcome to my book corner. Today, I'm going to be talking about Bunderton by David Graceling. Graceling is one of my favorite authors, and this book fits nicely in the canon of his work. In Bunderton, we meet our main character, Alan Philman as he's busy cleaning out the house of his newly deceased mother. What we find out is not only was his mother an amazing actress known internationally, but also a spy. In the novel, we follow Alan as he uncovers an assassination plot that ended his mother's life. Alan, a mechanic and avid reader, tasks himself with bringing down the assassin that killed his mother. Alan is in over his head quite quickly, but receives help from an anonymous source who ends up being his brother, another mechanic, actor himself. Alan's journey of self-discovery is heartfelt and moving, though I personally found the novel difficult to read, with lots of big words and concepts that I didn't understand. I constantly found myself looking up words and ideas on the internet, and many of the locations in the novel that I thought were fictitious were in fact real places. If you end up reading Bunderton, make sure that you finish it, because the end is a very important part of the novel, in terms of the arc of not only Alan, but the other characters as well. I've never really liked David Graceland's writing, and this book seems unlike his other work, and I feel it doesn't quite fit in the canon. Reader, beware. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Schultz, and this has been my Book Corner. We now go live to the Tecoreso Mall opening. Once closed due to unknown circumstances, the Tecoreso Mall reopens with a big blowout. The Grand Rivers Pet Expo and Taco Truck competition have shown up to celebrate the reopening and kick it off right. But would the blowout have been better on another day? Unfortunately, the weather may have gotten the best of them, but let's go to Kenny Housen live at the scene. 
This is Kenny House and here live at the Teco Resso Mall reopening. We are here despite the fog, despite the rain, braving it out with not only some of the cutest pups, but also some of the tastiest tacos. I'm enjoying the veggie one right now. Come stop by if you're nearby, but I do advise you against driving in these conditions so it might be dangerous and proceed with caution. We've got pups of all shapes and sizes as well as some special needs and elderly cats and kittens that are looking for homes. I've got to say the remodeling is fantastic down here. The shop owners as well as the patrons are having quite a good time. Breaking news. Local boy's hand caught in meat grinder at meat plant. Chopper rescue ensues. With more details to come at the hour. Tax season's right around the corner. Coming up next, some new hot tips. They're calling it the inflatable tax. Tires, tubes, and balloons are all in jeopardy of a severe price increase if Democrats have their way. The bill, proposed by Senate Majority Leader Chris Medina, would enforce a crippling tax on all things inflatable. The bill comes off of a counter move made by Republicans last month as they attempted to decrease the tax on such items. With the House locked in, the Judiciary Committee has no choice but to call an emergency circle vote to secure the necessary votes for the veto that has been proposed by both parties as they prepare for a turnaround during this second election cycle. Also coming up in the next hour, our cooking segment where we will be making a tort masseur. Local chef Diane Glazer will be in the studio today teaching us this common French breakfast, but with a little bit of a twist. The key, she says, is lime, and the twist, well, you'll just have to tune in at 11 to find out. But first, local guest Chip Chirp Douglas talks about his whistling competition at the local Palladium this weekend. Chip, first of all, thank you so much for joining us on OTR News. Thanks for having me, Conrad. Well, Chip, I just have a few questions for you. Uh, how long have you been a whistler, and how did you get into it? Well, Conrad, whistling's just always been my fancy. You know, I, I was a born whistler. Mama said I came out whistling, and it's just something I always had a knack for. Now, a lot of professional whistlers have coaches, uh, mentors. Do you have any such person? Or persons? Jerf Changello, for sure, from Puerto Rico. He taught me and coached me for, I don't know, it's going on eight years. We still talk over the phone. And um, how does a whistling competition work, Chip? Well, on the big day, we all line up into a line, about 20 of us, and we break it down into three segments. First is the freestyle segment where you get to just whistle your heart content, really show off what you got. Next comes the mirror ring segment, which is kind of like a horse, the basketball game, where you whistle back and forth a tune. Next comes the mystery whistle. Well, sounds very exciting. And how does someone uh, local here get to the event? How do they purchase a ticket or find out how to get in? Simply walk right up. You know, we've never sold out. There's always going to be a ticket, and that's my promise. Well... Chip, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your love of whistling for us. Is there anything else that you would like to add? I'll take that as a goodbye. Thank you again, Chip. <laughs> so stupid.
That might be it. That might be the stupidest thing we've done. It's pretty bad. <laughs> if anyone gets all the way through this episode and gets to that, I think they're at this point, on board. yeah, whatever. <laughs> We're so just doing what we want to do. Uh, and how do we wrap it up then? Um, and just a reminder before we leave that the weekends are also for work sometimes. That's OTR Midday News. I'm Brian Garrison. I'm Conrad Scheiss. From all of us here at OTR, thanks for watching and have a good rest of your day. Mm-hmm.